Yet I've lost traction. We'll get some new tires. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. We are thrilled that we've been able to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And it's where we get to share techniques, thoughts, tips, tools, and some tactics that we all need, we all deserve to make our home really the best it can be, make great real estate choices and get the most out of all our decisions. Mm -hmm. This time, we're going to consider some of the things we've been learning. And one of the things that we've learned is that every single little teeny, teeny decision, even those little ones, (laughs) has an impact. Yeah, it's kind of, like I said, like the you look at the tire, right? That's why we did that little analogy at the beginning around traction. Traction is, wow, when we had a car we bought once, I'm going on a tangent here, but we bought a car once and I almost wanted to resell it because it had ABS and maybe it was one of those first ABSs, but it kept letting the brakes go so much that I couldn't stop. And I was going through stop signs when it was winter time. And what we did was we moved to all season to Blizzak snow tires. And then we could keep the car because the difference was amazing. So the little, little tiny treads, right? Softer rubber, but tiny affects the giant car. The little bit, the little thing that, and as a matter of fact, you think the tire is pretty big, but the percentage of the tire that's actually touching the road at any one time is very, very small. So the little things make a huge difference. Well, and it's interesting because how we got to this lesson learned Mm -hmm. was that we experienced some big shifts, like in the real estate market, big shifts in our life, even, Mm -hmm. you know, as you become empty nesters, that's a big shift. And so what a lot of times we wanted to do, and maybe you did too, it's like unnerving when the big change happens. And so we want to overcompensate. We want to make a big decision to think we can fix the thing that's gone on, but really what served us better, mm-hmm. and I suspect will serve you better, at least that's our learning, is that if we can make the little tiny change, right, then it actually now positions us to make other shifts and changes, but it's the little thing yeah. that makes the big difference rather than the other way around. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, it was about six weeks ago, uh, we're getting that snow and I was getting frustrated because your car is outside because my nice sports car has to be in the garage. But we have a two-car garage. And I said, enough is enough is enough. And you know what it was? It was the little things that I didn't do. You know, like I would use a tool and then my garage was messy so I wouldn't put it back where it actually belonged. And then another time when I needed a tool... I couldn't find it, so I'd buy another one. And then now I've got two tools to make my garage more two. messy. Well, maybe more. Anyway, um, that's not the point of the story that I buy too <laughs> okay. many tools, okay? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But it is actually, we're going to talk about that not a little bit. In this show. Not in this show, no, not in this maybe. segment, but it, it is so applicable. Yeah. And then what happened was over time, the garage got out of control 
And we also brought in other stuff because we sold another property and we brought that in. And we've seen that happen where we go into a house and it's so full and they go, yes, well, my parents passed away and I got all their stuff and I put that all in my basement. And then my kids moved and they wanted me to store their stuff. And so that happens to us sometimes. So the little decisions built up to the point where I was overwhelmed and I kept writing in my schedule, clean out the garage, clean out the garage, clean out the garage. And finally, the pain of having to scrape off your car and find a snow brush. <laughs> That's another story. Find a snow brush to clean it off, right? By the way, when we were cleaning up the garage, because finally, yeah, I said, yeah, let's do it together. And I was so pleased that you wanted to do it with me. Uh, no, no, you're you're misleading people right oh, now. You didn't want I to. I didn't want to do it with them. I didn't want to want to. Yeah. I just knew it needed to get done. Right. Right? And sometimes it's that little decision that you go all in on. That little decision was it was important to get it done. It wasn't getting done, even if it was on your list. I'm thinking about 123 times, mm -hmm. and that, I don't think that's an exaggeration. Well, I wanted to do it when it was warm, not when it was cold, but look at me. I know. Out there with the toque on and moving stuff from the garage Just to the you shed. Just you, you were looking yeah, at yeah, us. Yeah, look at us. You, you, yeah, and initially I said, oh, let's do an hour. Because that's all I could handle, right? Let's do an hour. And I thought, an hour with two of us, that's like two hours of me doing the work, right? Thought, oh, that'll be great. We ended up three and a half, maybe? Yeah. So that's like a seven-hour job. End of the story, cars in the garage. Felt so great driving it in. Both cars are in the garage, which right. the garage was designed for that. Right. And it's an oversized double. So there's still room for some of the stuff we haven't yet sorted that's stacked at the back. So this was not a complete overhaul of the garage, but enough to get the cars in. But the point is, it was a little decision that created that chaos. Just not putting away a tool. Multiple, Mo multiple, right. multiple times. But a little tiny decision. Mm -hmm. So it works in reverse as much as it works in that. Yes, exactly. And you're, you might be saying, wow, what's this got to do with real estate? Because it's about turning house to home, right? And how you live in your home affects the value of the property. It affects you, the value you put on your property. You know, as a matter of fact, you may want to join our community so you get the inside track on this kind of information. And all you got to do is send an email to together at Decker Team. And you know, dot com. And, yes, sorry. Together at <laughs> deckerteam.com. Well, because and, it could be .ca, you know, right? I, it could be. And you know why I'm so distracted is because I was thinking, how does this apply to real estate, right? And and remember the time we had that client and we went in and their house was a bit of a mess, right? And we asked them, do this, do this. We gave them a list, honeydew list, right? A big one. And it was declutter, sell things put things in storage, get rid of this, clean, paint. And when they were all done, we came back to do the final evaluation and said, we don't want to move. Our house is perfect. <laughs> right. And so that absolutely, that's a great little story. And the other stories we've had is sometimes it's the home isn't now worth what they thought it was worth or what it actually is worth if it was just maintained on an ongoing basis. Yeah, where we sell a house to somebody, you know, they buy a house, 
They, and it's perfect. It, yeah. Sometimes well, we sell close to perfect. Well, as close, you know, and sometimes that bothers me because when you're buying the most prestige, pristine, pristine that's yeah. the word I'm looking for, pristine home, staged and painted and beautiful, and like a model home, you're paying the absolute premium price for that property. Yeah. If you don't keep it pricing. like that when you go to resell, you've actually lost some potential. You may still have made money on top of what you paid for it, but you've probably lost potential if you don't keep it. And we've had clients like that where we walk in five years later and they go, we'd like the valuation. We're thinking of moving to another city. And we come in and we go, oh my gosh, what happened to this house? Well, and it, it's just evidence that the smallest things count the biggest. Yeah. They're the difference maker. Over time, they accumulate. Right. You know, the, you, you, you break something, you crack something, but you don't fix it. You don't update, you don't upgrade. Eventually, your house starts to be less valuable than it could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so look back over last month and see where you may be losing traction and where you're ready to learn and apply something new to, to move you forward. And we're honored to be positioning you to build wealth wisely through real estate because it's about much more than just the money. Yet I want to jump on the rebounder. You can't right now. We're recording. Oh, yeah. We are honored to have been able to create for you free access to over 603, over 603. Well over. Well over. (laughs) Inside life inside life track episodes, <laughs> life's inside track episodes. That's what I want to say. And the great news is you can get access to them anytime you want. And they include insider tips around real estate and how to make the most out of your house and really how to thrive in the day to day. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't. So let's get that done. YouTube backslash Decker team, youtube.com backslash Decker team. Absolutely. That's how you get there. That's how you get there. So we're going to explore that what we've learned over the last little while is that the small, consistent actions are actually the have significant impact. That's right. And you know, when we did my opening, I really wanted to say, hey, Yetta, are you a closet rebounder? <laughs> because <laughs> I knew that would crack you up too it much. It would, and it <laughs> didn't now because he set the stage for me. And for many of us, and I'm going to confess first, we had lots of different exercise equipment Mm -hmm. that really only saw the back of the closet or the back of the storage room or the back of the something or other because it didn't see the back of me, right? (laughs) Like It didn't see the elliptical machine wouldn't be my back. That would be my feet. But the bicycle would be the back of me that it never saw. Or the- Oh, um, I remember I bought that. Abdoer. Yeah, I remember the Abdoer. And they promised in several months I would have abs, and I looked down after buying it. A month later? Months later, no abs. No abs. But False never, advertising. Well, no. Then they really. said I had to use it. Exactly. And so that's why we're talking about these little tiny actions. And it's not just we have to make the decision, which is what we talked about in segment A, making a decision and then letting that decision move us forward. Mm-hmm. Now we need to put the action behind the decision. Oh, I heard a great line around that. First you make the decision, then the decision makes you. Exactly. That good? Very true. Because the decision becomes, well, 
yeah, it becomes an action. If it doesn't become an action, the decision still makes you because now it takes you out. Because really the, the point of this whole learning, what have we learned? What have we relearned? Because we're hoping that the things we've learned through evaluating the experiences that we've had, because just having experiences doesn't actually do us a bit of good. That's right. This whole month we're talking about growth, by the way, if you didn't realize some of the theme as we're going along, it's about growing. And we were discussing that this morning as we were getting ready, and that was knowledge, learning, it doesn't equal growth. But learning and experience evaluated and changing your future behaviors is growth. Right, that's And we're all growth. about growth. Yeah, and this year we just thought, let's do it a little differently. Let's look at growth from the perspective of what have we learned as a result of being growth-oriented, not only sharing with you, hey, this is how to grow. Mm -hmm. And what we've done with the rebounder, because we, you know, we said, are you a closet rebounder? And base, by the way, maybe you don't know what a rebounder is, and it's that's okay little, if you don't. Yeah. It's like a mini trampoline, and you jump up and down on it. It gets your cardio up. It, it helps with your muscles. And apparently our trainer says that it drains some of your lymphatic um, glands and whatever, whatever, are they called glands? Lymphatic system helps drain some of that because of the up and down motion. And so we rebound. And rather than put it in the closet and have to pull it out or put it under the bed and have to pull it out, it's actually in our hallway right in front of our door. You pretty much trip over it to get out of our door, right? In our bedroom. In our <laughs> you said our door. We have a lot of doors in okay. our house. The door of our bedroom. The rebounder is right out front of that. And so on our way by, it's easy to stop and jump up and down. The right. House. And we did a whole show on how to make our house work for us in terms of our vitality, not only work for us in terms of great place to do business and great place to hang out with our family and great place to thrive, also a great place to physically and emotionally move things forward. And it's those little tiny decisions. So you might want to go back about a month in, I think it was recorded, aired December of 2023, and look at uh, that entire segment because we really go deeper on how you can make your house help you take the right actions, mm -hmm. the little tiny actions. <laughs> so a little tiny action is putting the rebounder out in front of our door. Right. And maybe you've got a great idea and you're going, oh, these deckers, they got some good ideas, but I've got one that trumps them. I got a great idea. Together at Decker Team, just connect with us. Together at DeckerTeam.com and send us your idea of what little thing has made a big change in your life so that we can learn from you and maybe grow if we put it into action in our life. Yeah, which would be fantastic. Or learn from each other because in community, we do so much better. You share some great ideas with us. We'll repackage it, put it out there. Comment on our Facebook posts, on our Instagram, on YouTube, LinkedIn. We're like, we're all those places. And YouTube, did I say that? Anyway, and of course, have a website. So you can make comments there and then grow as community, not only with us from this side, the other way around mm -hmm. as well, right? Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because this little tiny thing that I've said on many segments is a three-letter word that has had a huge impact. The action that somebody would take to send us an email at together at Decker Team would be completely pointless 
that action couldn't actually be carried out. They have to add the dot .com. Is that what you're saying is the three-letter word? Yeah, dot .com. com. Mm -hmm. Just the com, right? So it's such a little tiny action to add in typing the extra three letters, D-C-O-M dot C-O-M. That's four. Well, dot is a period. Four keystrokes. Okay, four keystrokes. Okay, <laughs> we'll go with four keystrokes. So even missing the one keystroke of the dot mm -hmm. would now mean it doesn't work. So that's yeah. how little... The contrast mm. is in yes. an action that works for you versus against you. Yeah. And another thing I learned this year, because we've been very conscious this year of, of actions and results and feelings and energy and all different things. And what I found was as I eat more live food, vegetables, fruits, things like that, I crave them. And the periods where maybe I've traveled and I'm eating more deep fried food, more um, processed food, more carbohydrates and sugar and desserts, I start craving those. And like I, I have a, a healthy meal and then at the end I go, where's the chocolate bar? Where's the dessert? Where's something? And, I, and my body's going, Ooh! and it, it, it's craving it because I've had it. And so the, the little things you do accumulate and your body actually responds. It actually does. Yeah. And who knew? Because most of us think we're only going to crave bad things, <laughs> things that don't really serve us. I mean, I used to think that, and maybe you were like me. And so you can crave the good things by consuming more of the good things. And it's just a little decision layered on top of another one and another yep. one and another one. And then everything changes. And then you're sitting here at 61 years old, if you're me, and you feel in better shape and condition than I did when I was 16. That's because you're dyslexic. <laughs> that could be the reason. Or it could <laughs> be that I'm making a lot You feel better at 61 than you do at 16. Right, but it could be because I'm making a lot of little tiny great choices. You are making. And those accumulate. And being faithful in those small things over time creates that strength that you are experiencing right now. Yeah. That's what Mother right? Teresa said. Be faithful in the little things because it's them the little ones that they where the strength lies of you. Yes. In and you. Vincent van Gogh said, great things are done through a series of small things brought together. And together, we're clarifying your options because when we do, your wisdom will flow. Hey, Yetta, is it a forward slash or a backslash? It's a forward slash. We're honored that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, not only helping you buy, sell, and invest in real estate over 3,117 times, but coming alongside you to build your finances, build your faith, build your fun, your fitness even, and mm -hmm. even strengthen, heal, and flourish inside relationship. We're going to discover that what we've been learning this year is that staying the course will produce the results. Mm-hmm. Stay the course. Yeah, and the big thing is, even, what, if, even if, even if nobody else notices, yeah, especially if those else. closest to you don't notice. Yeah, and I didn't want to steal your thunder on that oh. because that was your 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 thinking, and and I totally agree with it because many times we do something because we want the end result. And many times it takes a long time of consistent 
action to create a result. Right. A result that maybe you see, maybe you don't at first. And then suddenly you go, oh, I'm starting to see a change. You're looking in the mirror. You're picking up something heavier that normally would have hurt your back. And suddenly it doesn't hurt your back, right? Well, I remember when I was first starting to become functionally fit, and I had been really, I didn't start that journey until I was in my past Mm mid-50s. I had been thin most of my life, so I thought that equaled fitness, but that's an illusion, right? Really bad Mm -hmm. illusion. And so I would get injured or my back was hurting most of the time or a lot of the time. I just didn't feel graceful. I didn't feel elegant. Like it was just harder to navigate. And then I was on a flight. I have a bunch of stories all related to this at the same time. So it took me about a year to get what I would now call functionally fit. That's very interesting because I remember now you used to say, oh, massage between my my shoulder blade. I got a bad muscle there or whatever. And it's all from when you fell carrying a canoe when we were camping like 30, 30 years ago, right? More than, yeah, 30 years ago. And you don't ask me to do that anymore. I don't have to because those little tiny consistent actions has strengthened the muscles around it so it doesn't bother me. And if I am going to do something overly strenuous that's pushing the limits of what I ought to be doing, Mm -hmm. then that is still the spot that will go out. However, it's so infrequent now. So I was on an airplane coming back after doing a training retreat function, running the mics, like working hard. And I got the nickname Gazelle, which was like mind blowing, right? Because Mm -hmm. I thought I was anything but a gazelle. And it was because of how easily I flowed through the room and navigated things. And then coming back, I dropped a suitcase up from the upper head compartment, just a carry-on. But it was as full as and heavy as they're allowed to be because I like to travel just with a carry-on. And I'd been gone three weeks with just a carry-on. And so it fell. Hold on, say that again. Some women are going, what? That's a miracle. (laughs) It is a miracle, right? It was for me at one point. It used to carry like three suitcases. And I thought, I don't like standing. One per week, right? One per week and a big one for one per week. And then I've learned how to be smart with the choices and limit the footwear. And anyway, so I got it down to a carry-on for up to three weeks, even in different venues and climates and stuff right Mm -hmm. and the thing fell out of the upper head compartment and landed on my shoulder and that would have taken me down to the ground in the past Mm -hmm. and it i didn't even flinch it was just like it hit my shoulder i put it back up no big deal or took it down and carried left the plane i think as Mm -hmm. as it happened so those little tiny things create the results and the point we were attempting to make and that has hit me so hard is no one in my life, in my immediate environment, noticed. Mm -hmm. Right? My kids didn't notice. You didn't really notice very much, except when I would tell you all the time, look how strong I'm getting. But (laughs) really, otherwise, you wouldn't have noticed probably either. Because you're still thin. Exactly. Except when I was in an environment that they didn't see (laughs) me every day, Mm -hmm. they could see the significant shift in how I was functioning inside the room to the point that I got the nickname gazelle, which I'd already been in that environment like three years at that point, four years. Mm -hmm. And they'd never said that before. Right. Because it was periodic. I'm giggling inside because we started with the forward slash backslash and you make me go, what the heck are they talking (laughs) about? And and I had 
I said if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, you want to do youtube.com. And it's actually, it's not a backslash. It's a forward slash Decker team. All one word. Right. <clears throat> so I wanted to just correct that because I made a mistake there. Right. Because in, in, in the previous segment, we were talking about that it's in the littlest things that the significant changes actually end up taking place. It's the consistent action over time. And then we realized that, you know, actually our producer, Will, is the one. We didn't realize anything, let's be honest. Yeah. So even having other people in your environment to help you can often be an asset. But when it looks, when you're looking at the growth that you've had, mm-hmm. those closest to you often don't see it. Right. And what I think this is a great point to talk about external motivation and internal motivation because the the motivation to do small little things has to come from internal yeah right? it has to because otherwise you won't do the little things over time consistently and if you're looking for the external motivation of my clothes fit better or i look better or i'm getting compliments or you know i'm getting you know like you went to a real estate conference the other day and because you haven't been there for like a year and a half, people say, oh, yeah, you're looking great. Because I think people expect as we age, you start to look a little less put together, put together, a little, you know, a little yeah. more bulgy here or there. And when they notice, it's because they haven't seen you in a long time. And those, you said that earlier, those that are closest to you may not recognize the difference. It's like when your kids are growing up. You may not see that they grew like a half an inch or because it's gradual and you see them every day. And then a grandparent will come and it's been six months or a year and they go, oh my gosh, you've grown so much. And then you do the measurement against, you know, your armpit or your shoulder or whatever. You go, yeah, they have grown. It, absolutely true. Yeah. And so this real estate conference, I don't want to miss oh, that. It's, well, I do kind of because it's something <laughs> we've been consistently involved with, taking little actions learning alongside each other for well since the mid 90s so what's that that's 30 30 30 years years, basically and so yeah 94 we met most of that group so that's 30 years and because we don't see each other every day and through covid we were more on camera you couldn't see the little shifts and so got the privilege of getting external motivation which even helped me realize how much progress i've made mm-hmm. right even though i've still been taking my little actions yeah. so somehow we got to do those little things even yeah. when it seems thankless because well, nobody's noticing yeah well that's why you set up your uh your house right so that it reminds you to do the little things like the posture exercises and that they all affect how you show up in the world and my, my challenge to you is make your choice and then stay the course. Even if nobody notices. Even if nobody notices yet. And we're grateful you joined us on Life's Inside Track because when we move forward together, together we got this. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.